Hello and welcome to The Dad Whisperer. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson. And if you're joining me today, I believe you're a dad who wants to be a hero to your kids. And it is my joy to support that goal, especially when it comes to the dad-daughter relationship. Well, before we begin, let me review the template that I use every week as a grid on your mark, get set, go. I'm on the sidelines as your coach cheering you on and on your mark is the topic or the title. Get set. I'm filling that in with stories and stats and go is always a practical action step where you can put your love for your daughters and your sons into action this week. Well, on your mark today, I'm titling this show, How a Dad Turned His Heart 180 Degrees. And joining me here today in the studio is a recent graduate of the ABBA Project. His name is Reed Falkenberg, and his 14-year-old daughter Maggie is also joining us. I'm so excited for you to hear their story. Reed is a married father of two. He works in finance at Standard Insurance, while Maggie just finished middle school and is getting ready to start high school soon. Welcome, Reed and Maggie. Thank you. I'm glad you guys are here. I know you had to... Put extra time around this to get here today, so it's so great to have you guys here. Well, how about if we start on just, I would love to hear from you, Reed, just beginning this, is what kind of a role model did your dad set for you? So even before we talk about you and Maggie and how you guys have really strengthened your relationship this year, I'd love to hear how your life started that way. All right. Well, my dad was an active dad who coached my sports teams, Mm. took me camping, and really, he was my hero until age 10 when he decided to divorce our family. After going through the hurt that followed, our relationship deteriorated. Mm. I realized early on that I wanted to be an active dad, stay engaged, and would try not to put my wants in front of my family. Wow, does that feel emotional telling that? Was I feeling you? Like, you talk about a dad who leaves. I could just, even you telling that, was like all of a sudden, dad was gone. Yeah, I would say I've repressed that feelings over the years. And it's only in the last 10 years that I've really started to acknowledge that. You know, again, dad's listening. Would you say that looking at that has had anything to do with bettering your relationship with Maggie is looking at your own story? Yeah. I had to be honest with myself and how it affected me because I didn't want to continue that pattern. I made a promise to myself that I wouldn't continue. Wow. So when we're talking today about how you as a dad have turned your heart this year, 180 degrees toward your daughter, I love that you're even including that vulnerable piece about you looking at your own story. So thank you for that. Mm. Well, then how about now, let me ask you, as you think about like what that was like, go back 14 years, you find out you're a dad, you're first born as a daughter. What was that like? Again, knowing your dad had abandoned you. Now you're entrusted with Mm. this little life. What Mm. was that like? Do you remember? Yeah, I cherish those memories of being a new dad, becoming a dad instantly gave me new purpose to my life. When Maggie was first born, the struggles for me were figuring out how to care for her. As she got older, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she, whole, I'm, in, I'm responsible here for caring for this little life. Well, she was so delicate. I mean, every new baby is delicate, but having a baby daughter was mm, yeah. so, so precious. And Maggie, you have the biggest smile on your face <laughs> right now. I love that hearing this. As she got older, the struggles moved to raising and disciplining her. Now that she's a teenager, it's about guiding Mm -hmm. and preparing her for her own life. We have a lot of great memories, and at the same time, we have gone through some big challenges together. And that's what we're going to talk about today, is some of those big challenges. So Mm -hmm. I love hearing that. So how about, Maggie, let's, let's go to you now. Tell us a little bit about you so those listening can be introduced to you, too. 
Hi, I'm Maggie. I'm 14 <laughs> years old. I'm in eighth grade and I'll be studying high school soon. Um, a year ago, I disclosed to my family about abuse that I went through when I was young. My parents immediately started taking action, but my family, specifically my grandparents and uncles and aunts, did not. I went through a lot of hard times and a lot of lonely moments. I felt really alone, even though I had a ton of support and love flowing in. It felt like no one was there for me, and that was really, really hard. And, you know, I think you're talking to a lot of girls that are your age. Yeah. If there's a lot going on inside. For sure. And yet you're trying to do life on the outside with your parents and your family. So you have this pressure. Yeah, you have this pressure inside, and you were really in touch with that a year ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Keep going. Tell us about you. Um, well, a year ago, I decided to cope with it, to cope with the abuse, with drinking, and then that led me to being really depressed and becoming really suicidal. And I began to really push my family out, um, specifically my mom and dad, and not really wanting anything to do with them which I kind of had this mindset that I can do it on my own and how anything's going to get fixed. Like my family, my relationships with my other half of my family was only going to get fixed if I did it with myself. Mm -hmm. So pushing myself away from my family, even though I really didn't want to, I just thought that was best, even though I loved them and did care for them. But And now that you look back a year ago, mm -hmm. from you know, a year back from now, would you say it didn't really work? No, it didn't work. I was trying to do it, <laughs> but it wasn't working so no, well. No, it really, really didn't work because I lost a lot of relationship that I could have developed in that time. With your parents? Yeah, especially. with my parents yeah. and even friends because I really did like an emotional spiral. I was cutting classes and just going on a really downhill view of life yeah like one thing led to another yeah yeah but you were really bottom line hurting mm -hmm. inside yeah and i i had a lot of support and i mean i kind of realized like no matter how much support you have you have to work on yourself mm -hmm. nothing's gonna get done if other people you can't get anything done unless you love yourself and you can't get any help done to yourself if you're not honest yeah, you about can, yeah, what's you, going on yeah there. you can have as much emotional support and as much love pouring in but you have to do the work yourself Oh, I'm so glad you're being honest about that, Maggie, because again, dads that have teenage daughters that maybe like you read, they're like, I'm trying to give my daughter support. She won't let me in. And yet you were saying, I was trying to prove to myself that I could do it. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you would tell dads who are listening, who have a daughter right where you were that are saying, I can't get into her, like she won't let me in? What would you say to those dads? Um, I would say just pour as much love as you can start simple don't come in with a bunch of love all at first um just kind of work your way and how do where you do she's that with short amounts of time or well i would do it with maybe just start by i know a lot of girls like to be complimented let's say ask her what mm -hmm. she's like ask her how she likes to feel loved because you know there's the five love languages yeah ask her what she likes and even if that's kind of uncomfortable because it's probably going to be just to try to apply that can really make a big difference uh-huh. So you're saying actively love her. So yeah. so just to review those that are listening, five love languages, yeah. gifts, quality time, uh -huh. acts of service, touch, mm -hmm. and what's the Affirmation. Oh, good. Yeah, words, yeah, of affirmation. words of affirmation. <laughs> yeah. And saying which one is hers. And if yeah. your daughter doesn't know, maybe a dad could try them all. Yeah, try, you know, try what works. You know, a lot of them might fail and, you know, there might be some downs, but there's always going to be a better time. And yeah, just don't you, stop. Just because you failed that one time, don't just get down from that because if you just do that, then you're never going to have that relationship. Exactly. Okay, so Maggie talked about where she was at a year ago. Where were you at a year ago before the ABBA project started with all that was going on with your daughter? A year ago, we were in the middle of a major transition. 
Maggie was going through the normal changes from a little girl to becoming a teenager. At the same time, she courageously disclosed that she was abused when she was younger, and that brought a lot of trauma. Unfortunately, not everyone in our extended family accepted the truth, and that brought a lot of pain and darkness into our family that hit all of us, and especially Maggie, hard. Which added, and it sounds like it hit you hard. All of us. Right? So it was hitting all of you from different sides. What do we do now? Yeah. There's no way you can be prepared for that. Yeah. So you have to learn and adapt. As you go. And get help. Yeah. And get yeah. help. Mm-hmm. And you guys did that. You got counseling support, which I so appreciate your willingness to say. You know, like Maggie was saying, I had to admit I couldn't do it on my own. Well, you had to do that too. As oh, a dad, yeah. we've got to get support. Yeah. Where else would you say you were a year ago? Because I remember where you were at when we started the ABBA project. Yeah. Well, I knew the change from being a little girl to becoming a teen would happen. And I had been warned by other parents that it would happen fast. But I still wasn't ready for how fast it really happened. <laughs> All of a sudden, the parenting skills that I ha- had used when she was younger were not what she needed anymore. It was scary and confusing to see some of the decisions that Maggie was making. Maggie was trying to deal with the trauma by pushing us as her parents Mm -hmm. away. Her relationship with her mom was awful. A lot of her bad feelings were taken out on mom. Then she started being disengaged at school, experimenting with drinking Mm -hmm. and feeling depressed, which led to coping by cutting and feeling suicidal. Talk was, about intense. It was overwhelming. And this is how you came to the ABBA project, going, I've got to do something about strengthening my relationship with her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly where Desperate. I was. I, I, need I knew I needed something. Yeah. Um, but during that time, I almost said no to the ABBA project because I felt that my plate was too full. Which I think you're speaking to most dads. How do mm-hmm. I add more, but yet my family's falling apart, my daughter's falling apart. I've got to do something. Well, let me go back to you, Maggie. What was it like when your dad told you he was going to start the ABBA project, Um, which was going to now require (laughs) that you do monthly one-on-one dates with your dad? Uh, Well, when my dad first told me about it, he told me that he got from a church friend, and I thought it was going to be like God-based, and that was just going to be like, oh, here's how you can apply God into your relationship. And at first, I really wasn't excited. I was like, oh, yay, just a bunch of class where I have to go once a month and hang out with him. That's not yeah. boring. But um, I really realized that actually it was really, really cool because it really like, I didn't realize it, but in the first month we'd already like connected and uh-huh. just there was things that I realized that I didn't even know a lot about my dad or just silly little things, but that really made the difference. And just in that first month there was already, I felt like there's more connection and just more of a relationship already there. Wow. So I think you were even saying to me that after like the first month's date, it was so fun. You yeah. wanted to do more? Yeah, yeah, I did. Did that surprise you? Yeah, because I, I really thought it was just going to be kind of like boring and just like we had to do a lot of work, but it was like fun work. And I didn't even realize I was doing work. It was going to be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you said, you were getting to know about him too. And I think yeah. a lot of daughters need to know stories from their dad's mm-hmm. lives too. Yeah, because it just makes you feel more connected like you know stuff about that person and uh-huh. just yeah so you both got to know each other more right yeah. it was him having skills in front of him scripts i call them right where mm-hmm. he could ask you questions to get to know you and would you say reed did that help at all to have those questions in front of you to know 
how to draw her out? Uh, it was such a good guide. And, and some of the questions the first month, especially, were really light and they were fun. And we got to know silly things about each other. And um, I love that question about the clothes. Yeah, what item of clothing would you love to see me get rid of, Maggie? Yeah, that wasn't <laughs> that hard for her to answer. What did you say? Do you remember? I don't remember. Oh, was that red shirt. Oh, that maroon one? Yeah. Yeah. Did you get rid of it? No. <laughs> I'm going to save that for a special occasion. <laughs> Okay, well, let me go back to you, Maggie. What changes? Now, this is a hard question, or maybe it's not. What changes have you seen in your dad as a result of him going through the ABBA project this year? Um, I've seen my dad really grow and really step up to the plate in being my dad. He has adjusted his life for me and adjusted to our family. Um, he can say, well, he's become, I can say, like my best friend. Okay, I'm going to start crying right now. <laughs> really? Yeah. He's, yeah. oh my He's, goodness, you have the biggest smile on your face and your eyes are smiling. <laughs> Dad's starting to tear up yeah. over that one. Like, He's become your best friend. Yeah. He wasn't a year ago. No, 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 no. We were really, like I said, really distant. And now we've just really gotten close. And I, I tell him everything. I, well, I try to. Mm-hmm. Which, okay, let's be honest. I've been, I've been mentoring teenagers since I was 19, almost 40 years. A lot of teenage girls do not tell their dad everything. Yeah. So really, when you say changes in your dad, how has your dad made it safe for you to open up this much with him? Well, I mean, he really just listens to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, I think that's like the biggest point is that he just listens and he doesn't try to critique me. He, you know, he'll give advice when the time is right. He won't just be like, oh, well, you can go do that or whatever. It's he'll, I don't know, he'll just really listen to me and listen to my needs and apply mine maybe like change him to meet my needs or something like that because if he doesn't know them because he hasn't listened how could he meet them exactly if he doesn't know them you can't know yeah that is so powerful reed i know that you have actively done some things different with her that have led her to say my dad listens to me what changes have you put into place this year that you would tell other dads do this it'll make a difference in your relationship with your daughter i've learned a lot about what life is like from her perspective, um, what it means to be a teenage girl, um, the pressures that are on a teenage girl, um, a little bit about the needs of a teenage girl. And I've learned to listen to her. I've learned to take the time and just let her express herself. Um, I, I'd say one of the most valuable lessons I've learned is that um, women and girls tend to verbalize their thoughts and that's how they that's how they um, problem solve mm-hmm. and letting her express and work out her issues in front of me um, has been a way that we can connect in a way that she can grow as well and I love spending that time with her so tell us Reed about the routine that you started with Maggie t- to put your love into action to pursue her heart okay uh, one of the first things I did is I, I learned to check in with her in the evenings. Um, I wanted to find out how her day was, and mm-hmm. it was just a chance for us to talk. And that turned into a pattern of every night where. <gasps> oh my God. It didn't start that way. You weren't no, thinking this. No, not at all. This. It just it started off as hey, I'm going to check in. I'm going to ask her how she's doing. I would get a short answer or a short response. And then I learned how to ask um, a couple more questions to uh-huh. get some more information out of her. And then it turned into a routine where when she would come out in the evenings to turn her phone in for the night and everyone else was in bed, um, that's when we would have our conversations and she would share with me about her day. And it got longer and yeah. longer. Yeah. So like and where you, Maggie, were saying, just start small. Yeah. Your dad did that. Yeah. 
Exactly. It just started out like I told him because he asked me. He asked me if that would be okay. And I told him that I'd like that. And it just started out like, we said like five minutes, which kind of was like a few seconds. <laughs> How was your day? And I wasn't really that into it. But then I started adjusting to that. And, and dad would ask more questions. And then yeah. you started saying he wants to know me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wouldn't keep asking if he didn't care. It felt like he actually wanted to make a relationship happen. And yeah. he didn't yeah. just feel like stupid questions. Mm-hmm. Everyone kind of asked. I, I wanted to know about what was going on in her class. I wanted to know what was going on with her friends. That was one of the, my biggest mm-hmm. um, concerns was who she was hanging out with and um, her interactions with her friends. And there's a lot of um, drama that happens no. with 13, 14-year-old <laughs> girls in middle school. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And um, they can be kind of nasty to each other at times, but yep. they can also be really great friends to each other and they can love each other, passionately love each other. Yeah. Um, so listening to her talk about her struggles and her heartbreaks and her dreams and um, things that she was contemplating mm-hmm. um, or was curious about, uh, I, I, I love getting the insight into her mind and just sitting there and listening to her. So... What was the longest amount of time you guys ever talked? Because we're talking about the end of the day, you said, when she turned her phone in. Okay, let's be honest. Everybody's tired. Yeah, this usually starts at 9 o'clock at night. Okay, so what was the longest you guys ever went? Was it like an hour ever or not that long? Hour and a half. Yeah, hour and a half. Seriously? Yeah. Hour and a half, yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'd say minimum of 30 minutes now. Okay, yeah. so look at that. Dad's listening. Listen to this story. Is They were not doing this a year ago right now. No. Mm-hmm. So in a course of nine months by dad kicking it up a notch, this is why I'm saying how a dad turned his heart and his listening ear <laughs> in, in 180 degrees of the opposite direction, right? Doing that has made such a difference and it's so evident. What would you say, Reed, were a couple of the hardest topics this year to cover? You know, you're going into the deep end on Mm -hmm. Venus, you know? Mm -hmm. What are we going to talk about? Uh, The hardest subjects were talking about body image, boys, Mm -hmm. dating, and sexuality. I wasn't confident in my understanding in those areas, so I really struggled on how to give advice. But what I realized is that I didn't have to have the answers. Okay, say that last line again, <laughs> will you? <laughs> what I realized is that I didn't have to have the answers. How many dads are okay with that? I think a lot of dads feel they have to have the answers. Mm-hmm. Were you okay, Maggie, with dad not having all the answers? Yeah, I mean, I feel like if you kind of expect yourself to have all the answers, it's more like fake. And just to be <laughs> honest is way better because I want my dad to be honest with me. And then you could be honest with him. Yeah, exactly. Because if I'm just being honest with him, that's kind of... I don't know. I don't really like that. I want honesty back. Like I want, you know, like if you can't just like, it's like a relationship. You can't just, one person can't just put it on the love. You both have to make it Mm -hmm. work. Yeah. Good point. Any other places you would say then read this year where you've seen changes in yourself? You've shared a few, any others? Yeah. uh, There has been a lot of growth. I've learned to look at Maggie's life from her perspective to understand that she is what, what she is facing on a day to day basis you know, that my role as a dad being attuned in is important to her, mm-hmm. but most of all, to listen to her. You guys have highlighted that one so many times. I don't think I had expected this to be such a theme, hmm. but you've said it, Maggie. Now you're saying it, dad. And I'm saying dad's listening. Take this to heart is listening to your daughter mm-hmm. is a gift to her that will bring you closer. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes dads will go, I didn't do anything. All I did was sit here. But active listening is a gift, if isn't it? Yeah, just if you listen and, you know, you're 
at least you pay attention. Sometimes like it kind of helps maybe repeat what she says. Mm-hmm. So like it shows that you were listening, even if you don't give like a true, you know, like an answer. Yeah. Just that you heard her. That's so good. Right. You guys yeah. have so much wisdom you're bringing today. Okay. Now I've got a question for you, dad. I think you're going to like this one, Maggie. I'm going to ask your dad, where have you seen growth in Maggie? She told where she's seen growth in you. How about the other way around? Mm. Well, She's definitely happier today than she was a year ago. I think she feels supported and respected. Mm-hmm. We're, we are more connected. And I love that she can, that we can speak into each other's lives. And actually, she's noticed some areas in my life that I need to be challenged on and has talked to me about that. Okay, okay like what? How many dads would be okay <laughs> with their teenage daughter speaking into their life. Do you mind being vulnerable okay. on that one? I'll, I'll share my, <laughs> I'll share her advice. So um, I was preparing to go to a man's, uh, men's camp uh, to my church and I was apprehensive because it's a bunch of men uh, getting together and that can be awkward and uncomfortable. Um, I think she sensed that or I don't know if I said it, I but you, you just knew, <laughs> she could tell, yeah. Um, and then so bef- right before I left, she she gave me the challenge to uh, be open and share my story with other men. And I had already built my walls before I mm-hmm. uh, was getting ready to go to that camp. And somehow that broke through my walls. And within the first day of being there, uh, th- those walls melted away. And I, I shared my story and I listened to other men's story. And it, it really, it really helped me um, so wow. I could help her more. Wow, thank you so much for being willing to share that. Because again, like you said, Maggie, it goes both ways. Mm -hmm. So it means a lot to you to know that what you suggested to your dad, he put into practice. Yeah. Again, talking about a relationship. This isn't just a one-way street, Mm -hmm. it's two-way. So here you are, Maggie, again, teenager. You're speaking to dads who have teens. I'm putting you on the spot as an expert. When would you say it's hardest for you and your dad to connect? Because you guys have done a lot of bridge building. Yeah. Are there any areas that are hard or is it all good now? Well, I would say we connect pretty good, but the only thing that really we struggle with the most would have to be faith. In my point in my life, I'm not really that religious right now. Mm-hmm. It is where my dad's very active in my church and my family is. I'm just not um, really in the space to do that right now. So I'd say that's really the only gap that there is, but my dad doesn't make it so that's big or anything. My He's very respectful about that. And uh-huh. I'll have a conversation with about him, but he's not forcing me to do anything. He's not pushing it. And it's not all he wants to talk about on getting me into that. He's mm-hmm. respectful about that. Wow. Thanks for being honest about that because you guys are bringing a real relationship, right, to others to say, mm-hmm. we're not always going to be on the same page, even with things like faith. Mm-hmm. And so dad respects me in yeah. that. Well, I've got one final question for you, Maggie, because I love to end with these Mm -hmm. go steps. But do you have any suggestions for dads with teenage daughters that would help them connect with their girls better, especially if their struggles like that, like you've had? (laughs) Yeah. Um, As I said, as I said before, uh, take time, be patient. At first, they're probably not going to want to. But if you open the door to show them that you really want to make progress Mm -hmm. in your relationship, that might spark something in them and they can learn to trust and realize that they want a relationship with you. Mm -hmm. Be sincere and honest. Let them know what you're going through. Grow together and let her know that her opinion matters. Yeah. Okay. How about you, Reed? Any input for dads of teenage daughters now that you've built a bridge this year to your daughter's heart? I think one of the biggest things to understand and prepare yourself 
for all the changes that are needed by you as a dad for your daughter. What she needed from you when she was younger is not what she needs from you um, when she becomes a teen, except that your relationship is going to change. With that change comes many opportunities for your relationship to grow into something better. Mm-hmm. So you, I love that you said you have to prepare yourself for all the changes that you are going to have to go through. And I think sometimes dads of teenage girls say, you need to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you are willing to say, I've got to adjust and course correct as well. Yeah. So I appreciate your willingness to, to be vulnerable and admit that. Well, Reed, I'm going to give you the last word. Any other thoughts you'd like to add that can give dads an action step this week that they can put their love for their daughters into action if they want to follow your trek and turn their heart in 180 degrees? Don't ever give up. There will be times when she pushes you away, show her grace, don't fight back, set boundaries, and remember that she still needs to hear that you love her. And she really does want you to speak into her life, even if she doesn't act like she wants you to. I love that. Speak into her life, even if she acts like she doesn't want you to. What would you say to that, Maggie? That's very true. There you go. You probably, well, I pushed my dad away a lot. But But now you're glad he didn't. Take your yeah. take your advice and leave, yeah. but he pushed towards you. It was you. almost like a test. Like It, it was, was a like, test. are you really going to keep going if I push you away? There you go. And I think most daughters are in the same place. Yeah. Thank you both for coming today, sharing your story. You've been hearing from Reed and his daughter, Maggie mm-hmm. Falkenberg, about how he as a dad turned his heart in 180 degrees to reach his teenage daughter's heart. As always, you can write me at drmichelle at thedadwhisperer.com. Let me know how you're doing, anything you want me to cover. You can go to my website at drmichellewatson.com and find more resources. You can always listen on iTunes at The Dad Whisperer. And as always, dads, get out there and make this a day where you intentionally and consistently pursue your daughter's hearts. Go dads.